You are listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. This is Nick Adams, and you're listening to Profiles in CRM. Welcome to Profiles in CRM, episode 51. I'm your host, Chris Webster. Profiles in CRM ask CRM professionals nine simple questions. The answers vary wildly depending on their experience and education. Because of the nature of contract archaeology and how small this field really is, some people choose not to reveal their name or the company they work for. Stay to the end of the show to hear how you can have a chance to answer these same questions. All right, we're here on Profiles, and here's the first question. What is your name, and who do you work for? My name is Nick Adams. Uh, I have my own small archaeological consulting company based in Ontario, Canada, called Adams Heritage, funnily enough. Okay. And what's the highest degree you've earned? I have an MA in archaeology from the University of Leicester. Excellent. How long have you been working in cultural resource management? Uh, I guess technically I've been working in CRM, well, full-time formally since 1989, but prior to that, I did a few independent contracts. And prior to that, I worked in the sort of salvage end of archaeology in Britain, which in a sense is the same is CRM, except it's, uh, you know, it's all preserving archaeological data in the face of development. It's just in CRM, we like to get ahead of the game a little bit and not just deal with the uh, debris left by development. Mm-hmm. Okay. And where have you worked? Like what states and I suppose countries um, and provinces have you worked in? Because you're up in Canada there. Yeah, no states, unfortunately. Uh, although I've visited down in the Southwest and you know traveled a little bit on the states. But uh, I worked in UK. Uh, my early, uh, well, from the age of about 16 onwards, I was working in archaeology in the UK, mainly in Norfolk and Southampton and a couple of other places, but mostly in Norfolk. And then I moved to Ontario in 1977, um, ended up working for the provincial government for a while as one of their uh, field archaeologists. Um, so most of my work in the last oh, two or three decades has been in eastern and northern Ontario. So the next question is, uh, which you've already answered, is what is what position do you usually have in CRM and what is the highest position you've attained? So you're a company owner right now. Um, I'll just modify that a little bit and say, how long have you owned your company? Um, well, gosh, it's uh, 26 years now. Hmm. But uh, but to qualify <laughs> what you're saying, I you know I may be the project archaeologist and project manager on most of the, the projects I work on, but I also end up being the you know the crew driver and the uh, the person that pays the hotel bills and and uh, <laughs> often I get sent for coffee by the guys that work for me. You know, <laughs> yeah. When you're working, when you're working with a small crew, you end up every everybody ends up doing everything. Exactly, exactly. All right. So, what is the best thing that's happened to you that's related to being an archaeologist? And this can be personal or professional. Uh, I think. Well, I've been very lucky in many respects. I've been able to uh, combine archaeology with some of my great loves. One of which is, well, I didn't realize this until I moved to Canada, but wilderness canoeing, being in the outdoors. Uh, on a sort of semi-permanent basis. Um, and I've, I've done a number of uh, sort of fairly large-scale archaeological surveys that have involved getting my backside around in the countryside, uh, you know, in the seat of a canoe, which is, I don't know, <laughs> if anybody's out there has been lucky enough to do that kind of thing, but uh, it's really quite wonderful. Awesome. Um, I've also been able to work with some terrific people over the years. Um, some of the guys that work with me have been working with me for, well, in some cases, you know, 25, 30 years. 
Um, so I consider that one of the, the best things. It's been a privilege to work with many different people. Nice. Okay. Uh, I can, uh, I, I mean, in terms of projects, uh, there have been, you know, most of the stuff that I do as a, as a small scale archaeological consultant, they're pretty uninspiring. They're, you know, subdivision assessments and that kind of thing. But occasionally gems come along where you feel as though you're making a real contribution to archaeology. Um, it was a small um, 15th century settlement in the Kingston area here. We did here at the eastern end of Lake Ontario. It was rather nice. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, I like to keep my business small and do projects I'm interested in. So uh, I've been lucky in that respect. <laughs> nice. So what is the biggest thing that you would change that would make being a serum archaeologist better? I think the biggest thing that I would change, although I realize it's not something that uh, one is able to change, but it's an attitudinal thing. I think people should endeavor to only have colleagues, not competitors, um, mm -hmm. to make sure that uh, the people that they're dealing with, the other archaeologists are dealing with, they treat them in, in that way and don't uh, don't get all proprietorial about information you know that's to me that seems contradictory to the principles of archaeology mm -hmm. and the, the um, principles of science really yeah yeah i mean the reason i say this is i worked for a, a small um, independent non-profit archaeological organization for a while and at the time that we were, well, this was back in the early 80s, and there were a number of fairly large-scale projects up for grabs. And we would put, up, put our little team together, and <laughs> we would even talk about it in terms of putting on our armor and, and getting prepared for battle and such like, and seeing the other guys as very much as the opposition and as competitors. And over the years, I've realized that uh, that benefited absolutely nobody at all. It didn't necessarily mean that the best people got the job. Um, all it meant that, you know, some people got the job. Whereas, uh, you know, if one, if one can always aim to work collegially with people, it, uh, it, it seems to work best. So that, that's the single biggest thing that I'd see, like to see changed. Okay. There's, too, there's too much sort of, there's too much business mentality rather than archaeological mentality indeed and and your perspective is obviously up in uh uh up in canada there but i mean obviously it's no different anywhere else it's exactly the same down here in the states of course yeah i'm sure so, it is yeah okay what is your this sounds like an odd question you've owned a company for 26 years what is your career goal in crm <laughs> <laughs> uh, realistically to continue to make a living and stay healthy until yeah. i can't do it anymore Exactly. Exactly. Um, I've been I've been lucky in that because I've had a very active life. Uh, I'm still healthy, even though you know, I'm what little hair I have left is all gray and has fallen down the bottom half of my face. Mm -hmm. But uh, so that you know, that's my career. My career goal. I haven't any pretensions to making any great con contributions to CRM, except in a small, steady way. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to move the last two questions around just a little bit. Um, and I'm going to ask you this first. Uh, where can people go on the web to find out more about what you're doing? Uh, probably the best place is just to go to Amazon.com and type in archaeology. Uh, oh, God, I've forgotten what the damn title is now. <laughs> I, I do the same thing. <laughs> Life in the trenches, that's it. I was uh, you know, trying to convey the idea that... Uh, um, 
you know, there's, there's uh, more to life than, well, gold masks and crystal skulls. And that uh, uh, I, it, it's stories from my career, um, but with the emphasis on a sort of travel and adventure rather than um, the technical details. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Um, and I'll, I'll just make a quick note. We're going to, I've ordered that book and we're going to read it and, and interview um, Nick for the CRM Archaeology Podcast in an upcoming episode that will likely at this point air in April. So um, keep an eye out for that. Okay, final question. If you, can give an, if you could give an undergrad thinking about CRM one piece of advice, what would it be? Uh, in three words, it would be gain broad experience. Um, uh, working here in Ontario, many of the sites that people end up working on in their early years in CRM, uh, you know, are lithic scatters in fields or um, unstratified sites. And I would say, you know, if, if that's the environment that you're working in, go and find yourself a job in, in you know, New York Harbor or in Boston or uh, York or London or somewhere where there's something completely different to, to the archaeological um, field experience that you're currently getting. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it's very easy to start feeling as though you know what you're doing and then be confronted with a, a situation that's just totally out of your comfort zone. So, you know, while, you've, while you're young and, and uh, working to build that experience, just really broaden your horizons, go and work on whatever you can find that's totally different to what you've got. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found on the Archaeology Podcast Network website at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com forward slash profiles. At that page, you'll also find a form that you can fill out so you can be interviewed on the show. Interviews take less than 30 minutes and you don't need any special equipment. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the field. I'm here with Dan Bigman of Bigman Geophysical with an awesome special offer for APN listeners. Dan, what have you got for us? Well, uh, for the past year, I've been everywhere I've went, people have requested training on ground penetrating radar. And they've all voiced concerns that there's nowhere to get accessible quality training uh, for a really reasonable price. So what Bigman Geophysical is doing is we're going to put on a three-part webinar series on GPR basics, ground penetrating radar basics, that's going to take place Mondays, April 18th, April 25th, and May 2nd, 2016. In this course, we're going to break it into three parts. Part one is going to go over basic concepts and theory of ground penetrating radar. Part two is going to talk about processing data, visualizing data, and GPR data interpretation. And then part three is going to be all about case studies and applications of ground penetrating radar to uh, several different industries, including archaeology. And how long does each class period last? So each class period is going to have a live section on Monday uh, for each of those Mondays. It's going to be about an hour and 15 to an hour and a half of of class time. And then uh, there's going to be additional time for question and answers throughout each course. What we're also going to do is do an unlimited replay for each topic for each week from Wednesday to Sunday. So if you miss it or you want to see it again, which we hope you do, then you'll be able to log into a special website and replay uh, the webinar. And how much is this going to cost us? So the regular price of this webinar is $2.99. And what we're going to do for APN listeners as a special deal is give a 25% discount for the first seven days that we're running registration. So that's going to go from March 7th till March 14th at 8 p.m. 
Eastern time for that 25% discount. After that, we're still going to give APN listeners uh, a discount that's, uh, you know, just for them, that's going to be 10%. But if you really want to uh, get in this for relatively inexpensive, then the 25% off is going to give you a rate of 225 for the course. So where can people go to sign up for this class? They just have to pop over to bigmangeophysical.com forward slash APN to get the special rate. That's B-I-G-M-A-N-G-E-O-P-H-Y-S-I-C-A-L.com forward slash APN. And there they can sign up and go to a secure website to enter all their information and get that 25% off. So whether you're a seasoned archaeologist or just getting started, this course will really be an asset for everyone. Head over to bigmangeophysical.com forward slash APN, or you can click through from the APN website at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com to get your 25% off today. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.